Hey, CEOs. Welcome back to the CEO Wing Woman podcast. I'm your host, Christy Bowie. And you guys, it's been a little bit since we did a solo episode and just got to have a conversation. So I am so excited to be back here recording a solo episode for which I am prepared to be the most controversial episode yet. Yep, we are talking all things money and specifically why the six-figure American dream is dead. I fully believe that the idea that you can live the American dream with a nice house, you know, four members in your family, have the get the dogs, the job, whatever. I just don't think that is true anymore. And let me take you down a path of some research I did and really my own personal experience of why I think we need to be aiming for a lot higher than six figures, especially as a business owner. Lately, I've been seeing a lot of people still marketing the whole, oh my gosh, I built a six-figure business or I'm a six-figure business coach, which first of all is great. I am not going to minimize this accomplishment at all. That is absolutely incredible. And I'm also not saying that's not a lot of money. But what I am saying is it's probably not the amount of money you think it is. For the, those of us who grew up in the mid early 2000s, I guess this put it, we kind of reset this idea that if you made $100,000, you had really made it, right? That was the number that you should strive for in order to have car, the house, the vacations, maybe the private school and not have to worry about money. And if you track your spending at all, or if you are just staying in touch with the economy lately, that is not even close to true these days. So I really want to kind of want to walk you through what it actually looks like nowadays. So I did a bunch of research and Time Magazine actually tells us that 51% of people who earn over $100,000 live paycheck to paycheck in 2023. And While it may seem really, really alarming, when you break down the numbers, it's actually not that surprising. I took some numbers and let's just walk through this. So if you have $100,000 in your business, so we're going to take this as a business situation. You make $100,000 in income. Now, this is probably a situation where you are the solo owner. So your expenses are relatively minimal but you will still have operating expenses. So let's say you have an $80,000 profit from that income. Great. Now on this, and this is going to change based on where you live and your entity structure, but you're probably then going to spend about $20,000 in taxes. Now, immediately, we only have $60,000 left. That breaks down to about $5,000 per month. Let's dig into that a little bit more. Now, From my experience, and I live in Texas, so I did bump these numbers up a little bit because I know that Texas is slightly more affordable, although not as affordable as you guys tend to think. So if we want to look at a four-bedroom home in a good area in a somewhat big city, because I do think a lot of our CEOs who are listening, you live in larger city areas just for nature of that's where business is easier to do. So we're taking that as an example. For a four-bedroom home in a good area in a relatively big city, we're going to look at probably half a million dollar home. If you have been following the home market, especially post-COVID, it's been really insane. And also, you have really, really high interest rates. So you're probably looking at a $3,000 payment on that. And again, I live in Texas, so property taxes are really high here. So that bumps up that payment. But again, 
These are just some average numbers to be thinking out. $3,000 payment. Oh, and that's after you had a really large down payment. I think it was like $100,000 for a down payment. So of that $5,000 per month that we've been able to take home, there goes three right away. Now, I'm going to layer in groceries. Now, for one person, my experience is to spend $500 a month. I don't know about you guys. I'm also gluten-free. So like a little picky and, you know, a little more groceries. But that just adds in. There you go. You're at $3,500. The average car payment right now is $700. And the average student loan payment right now, which when they pick up this all, is going to have to come out of your budget is another $3,000. You guys, you are left with $400. If we did my math correctly, we haven't factored in eating out, shopping, self-care, pets. Oh my gosh, my pets are so expensive. We haven't factored in saving. We haven't factored in childcare. It's just incredible when you break down the numbers of what $100,000 as a business owner actually looks like. So I did a little bit more research on... Okay, well, obviously inflation has existed. So we know that $100,000 in, for example, 2000 just that's a nice round number. We're going to take that. There's inflation. So what does that $100,000 in, in the year 2000 equate to today? And what I found is that actually equates to $176,000 of purchasing power. However, what is even more interesting is that, that purchasing power is just Having the same level of purchasing power is just not enough these days to pay for all the things you want. Some of the most insane increases in costs have been specifically college. You guys probably know it is absolutely insane what schooling costs these days. And I'm finding more and more people are having higher level degrees. So it's not that you just need a four-year degree where you're probably also looking at some level of graduate school, which adds on a minimum of one to two more years of expenses. So college alone is expensive and you're having to spend more time. Like I just alluded to, the prices of houses are just insane lately. And we know a lot of this was kind of driven by COVID. And I'm really curious to see if I don't think they will come back down to where they were, but if it kind of slows. Another thing is childcare. You guys, it has gotten absolutely out of hand. I was talking to a friend recently who is going to have her first child. And one of the things she mentioned is it's barely worth working when you have children because of the cost of childcare. There's actually reasons that a lot of family units have one parent staying home to take care of the kids simply because the amount of income you would have to earn in your job to take home enough to pay for childcare you might be better off not working and not having to pay for it out there. So these are some things that have just grown exponentially in the past few years that I think are really altering the understanding of the amount of money you need to have to achieve the quote-unquote American dream. And obviously, these are very broad numbers. That's a very broad term. But in my world, this means being able to have things like a pretty nice house, be able to take some semi-luxurious vacations. I'm not talking about like never worried about swiping your credit card because we know that's much higher. But I don't think the average person could take some nice vacations. They could have childcare. We haven't even started looking at private school yet because I just don't even want to go there. To be able to save money, that's another huge thing. To be able to 
contribute to future wealth building, whether that's retirement accounts, investment accounts, investing in real estate, whatever that looks like. I just think numbers are really run. So what is the most interesting is there are some studies that are suggesting that it may be closer to $250,000 to $300,000 to actually achieve that American dream. And again, I do live in Texas. This is coming from my experience. We don't have state income taxes and things are a little bit cheaper here. So I would say it's probably closer to that $300,000 side if we are really looking at kind of a nationwide print. So I personally did a little survey on my Instagram and I'm playing up the results right now because I think it's really, really interesting. So the first question I asked is purely for the survey, what do you feel that you would need to have either as a salary or profit and afford taxes? So talking about either as a business owner, like what you have the ability to take home, or if you are an employee, what you need to make in salary to live your dream life. Okay. And only 3% of people said they would be content with under $100,000. And 42% of people said this needs to be over 300000 And an additional 29%, so what does that mean? 71% says it needs to be over 200000 So I feel like we're probably all on the same page that that $200,000 mark is probably a minimum of what you need to be closer to to actually be making the kind of money that you think you need to achieve your dream life. Now, I also took it a step further and talking to business owners said, okay, based on that number plus your business finances. Now, we all know that every business is different in how much money you profit, what percent you take home, whether you have employees, all of that. but Based on that number, plus your business financial insights, how much does your business need to support that salary for you? And 33% of people said they need to make over a million dollars in their business, which I think this should be really honestly mind-blowing for you and a little bit normalizing. We're going to talk about this a little bit later, but normalizing the fact that you do, can, and should make a lot of money and that doesn't need to feel intimidating. So 33% of people need to make over a million dollars to be able to take home what they want to support their family and live that dream life. And then another 20% said it's going to be between a half a million and one million, which I think is what we're going to see as kind of the new normal for what that goal, quote unquote, for your business needs to achieve for you to live that dream life. I'm seeing that's closer to half a million to the million dollar range, even just be what we have the impression that six figures is, right? So that was really interesting. And then a really alarming statistic was 29% of people said they aren't really sure what their business needs to make in order for them to take home this amount of money, which you guys, in subtle plug, we are now offering services. It's going to be called the Trailblazer that are really going to help you integrate your business and personal line to help you understand these things. Because I am of the opinion that the business world, especially the online business world, does us a huge disservice by telling us things like, oh my gosh, a six-figure business, 10K month, blah, blah, blah. They're, they're all great things, which again, I'm not saying they're not, but I'm saying if you have this image in your head that a six-figure business is going to look like going on vacations, having your dream car, sending your kids to private school, having a dream home, like I'm just giving you the numbers, then unfortunately, that is probably not the case. 
So I think it's going to be really imperative in the next few years that you start to dig into your business finances and actually understand what it's going to take to build that business that allows you to take home the salary you want. Because like I said, the six-figure American dream and having that amount of money to support you is really no longer going to be applicable. So what does this mean for you as a business owner? We've talked through how the six-figure American dream is no more. And I'm kind of giving you a little insight. I personally feel that that level is that level of what we think of going to be the American dream for business owners is going to be at least half a million, two million. Now, again, this is going to be really dependent on your business expenses and what phase of business you're in, right? If you're really growing, you're not going to be able to take home as much. But I think the new normal for business owners to achieve that is going to be at least a million. So what I want you to do is normalize making that amount of money. This is something that for me was really hard and intimidating at first. I would look at million dollar businesses and be like, oh my gosh, that's so intimidating. That's so scary. I don't know if I can do that. And by having that impression, really, I think I didn't allow myself to achieve that. I thought, oh my gosh, that's incredible. I will never make it. And was almost scared of that level of success because the level of responsibility that came with it. Over time, I actually learned to say, you know what? That is normal. I am normalizing, making that much money, being surrounded by that amount of money, and I am not intimidated by it. What that really did for me is it allowed my brain to say, okay, that's not so unusual. That's not something we aren't capable of achieving. And I can wake up and say, yeah, that's normal to have a million dollar business. It's normal to be a multimillionaire. All of these things are normal and I no longer feel intimidated by it. What that did for me is truly allow myself to step into that role of saying, yes, we can do this. That is not a one-off thing that only that person can do. I am capable of achieving that million dollar business and it is nothing overwhelming. Mm. So I think really the first step is to understand that these numbers aren't intimidating anymore. And unfortunately, that six-figure number that we've kind of been bred to think is the big number is not that anymore. So start to feel very normal about making that level of money and do not let that intimidate you. I genuinely think that a million-dollar business is absolutely attainable for anybody who puts the right tools resources and puts their mind behind it. So I don't think that should be intimidating for you. Now, the second thing, and you guys are going to probably roll your eyes at me, but when we talked about the business expenses, one of the highest ones was your business taxes, right? The reason people are taking home less and less money is because those taxes are really hurting business owners. The second thing that I think you need to be doing with all of this in mind is making sure you are optimizing your taxes, whether that's your entity status, whether maybe for you that's just making sure you pay in quarterly so that you don't have this big tax bill that disrupts your business in April, right? Making sure you're a proper entity, you understand what's going on, and not only are you optimized and having somebody doing these for you who really understands it, you will have education and understand what decisions you make in your business and how that impacts your taxes. I have found a lot of people lately, particularly on social media, 
having the belief that they are going to spend more money on things, buy a new car, whatever that looks like to save money on taxes. Now, depending on the tax bracket you're in, that might be somewhat significant for you, but you might also be spending $100,000 to save like 5000 right? So it's really important that you educate yourself on how your taxes work, how to minimize those, and understand how your decision impact those so that you're not spending money needlessly when you think you're reducing your taxes, but not actually. The next thing you really need to be doing is understanding what this takes in your business and having a plan to get there. The worst thing that I think business owners have to deal with is having this belief that they will quote unquote make it when they hit a certain number. And for years and years, that has been that $100,000 mark for a lot of people. But I'm seeing business owners who make well more than that, almost into the seven figures, still saying, I don't understand. I thought I would have made it by now. And so really making sure you absolutely know your numbers, you dig in to what that goal needs to be to get you to take home that amount of money. And you are absolutely creating a plan to get there. You guys, wealth building doesn't happen by accident. It doesn't happen by chance. It happens when you are deliberate and proactive about understanding what it's going to take. And right here, I'm saying it's going to be more than that six figures for you. The next thing I think is really important and really the last one we're going to review today is pricing your offers right. Over the past few years, prices of everything have really changed, have increased a lot. And a lot of business owners I see have been very timid to raise their prices. And I'm not even going to lie, like myself included. And this has actually led to super decreased profit margins that are unfortunately just hitting the owner's bottom line. If you aren't passing those costs through to your clients, then that is actually hitting you. And in some circumstances, that's okay if it's minimal, but we have to understand how we need to be adjusting our offers for the economic situation right now. The number one issue I actually see in pricing your offers is not including your own as the owner's time into the cost of the offers because you say, oh, well, that doesn't actually cost you money. Yes, it does. It costs your time and your time as a CEO should be pretty dang expensive. So making sure you are including your time in there because from an outside perspective, the goal of your business should be that you are able to step away from that business and it can still operate so you can run at a high level. Now, maybe right now it is physically costing you financially to provide that service or that part of the service because you are doing it. But what happens when you want to step away and you want to put somebody in your place? And obviously that person is going to cost you money. Are you now going to be losing money on this service line because you didn't include money for your time? Or are you just not going to be profiting enough to make it worth it? Other thing is, you know, just having a small profit doesn't always make something worth it. You might spend lots of time, lots of effort, lots of mental energy and say, well, yeah, I'm still making a profit, but is that enough for it to really be worth it for you? So making sure your offers are priced right and understanding the profit each offer. So you know where to spend most of your time, where to push your offers and what is really the best for you. 
Now, the second component that I've been seeing a little bit of problems with offer pricing lately has actually been when you try to calculate the time and multiply it by an hourly rate, but you don't consider the time to do everything. You guys, as a business owner, you don't just spend time on a client project when you are like physically working on it. Think of all the hours that go into something like a sales call. I have 45 minute sales calls because I really want to get to know my client. But I also bill $200 an hour. So if I'm not taking that into account when I'm pricing my offers, then I could be having sales calls and be out a significant amount of money a lot of time. The other thing is, what about things like onboarding? That generally takes a lot of time and a lot of business owners don't necessarily perceive that as part of the engagement because they are physically delivering the product or giving them a client service, right? So second thing I want you to look at in your pricing your offers is making sure that you are considering all of the time that goes into those. And even more so, we have to make sure the quote-unquote hourly rate is high enough that we are counting for the time we are doing other things that might not be converted to, right? We are spending time advertising just to get these clients. We're also spending time on sales calls that don't convert. So in order to make sure we are making enough money to still do these things that are important to our business, but aren't directly bringing us revenue, your offers probably have to be priced a lot higher than you think. And the final thing that I think is going to be a little bit more obvious, but that I've seen issues in pricing is just not reevaluating it or revisit. If you have specifically ongoing clients, that's something I have, or you just have like prices out on your website for a one-time project and you're not increasing those, that can actually be a huge constraint on your business if you aren't re-looking at, okay, my employees got a raise. Now I have to somehow make more money. So making sure that you are regularly finding time to reevaluate. I actually have something in my client folder in my CRM that says, hey, it's time to reevaluate the client's billing rate. I'm very much a to-do checklist kind of person. So for me, when I see that on my calendar, I say, okay, I can't put it off anymore. Even though in the back of my head, I've known I needed to do it. Now it's on my to-do list. Reevaluate client billing rate and increase if needed. So those are really the things that I have noticed business owners need to optimize when it comes to pricing. So we are going to wrap all of this up. And really just this episode has been, I hope, eye-opening for some of you. And I don't mean it to be defeating because... I think if you're a millennial, I think I'm a millennial. I need to look up the date. But you have this feeling that the goal is always like right in front of you and it's always moving and it's always moving and you're almost there and then it's moving down, right? If so, I don't want you to feel like that, but I do want you to feel knowledgeable about what you're trying to do because I think the worst thing is if you have this perception that a six-figure business will give you everything you want when it actually doesn't do so what I want you to do from here is actually go sit down and understand your financial situation. What you want to spend? What do you want that dream life to look like? How expensive is your business to run? And then come back. And I'm actually going to force you guys to come I want you to DM me this on Instagram. If you want to keep it private, you don't have to tell me the number, but you can say, hey, I figured out a number. 
because I think that it's going to be so important that you understand what your income needs to be in your business to actually achieve this American dream. And we stop relying on the $100,000 quote unquote American dream. So you guys, we are going to wrap it up for today. I am actually, if you see any video of this, podcasting from an empty office because we are getting ready to move in a few days, which actually, I was going to say this at the beginning, spurred this whole idea of life is so freaking expensive right now. I've been going by the motto of like money doesn't count this month because it's so ridiculous. But I am going to be going on a cruise really soon. By the time this comes out, I actually think I'll be back. But we are heading to Greece, which is super exciting. And then we are coming back in our full sleep for the fall with our brand new offers. So and we have launched brand new offers, which are the trendsetter, the trailblazer, and the disruptor. I kind of mentioned the trailblazer a little bit earlier, but that is actually our offer where we are focusing on what I just talked about, focusing on optimizing your business goals for your personal life, which I think it's going to be something really important in the next few years. We already have a wait list through August. So if you guys want to be a part of this, if you want to learn more about it, click the shout out below, apply to work with us, just DM me on Instagram and ask, hey, Christy, is this right for me? We would absolutely love to help you optimize your financial position so that you can understand how you can live this dream without having these fake numbers flying around. So Anyway, no I said I was going to wrap it up earlier, so I really think it's time to do that now. But to our CEOs, thank you so much for being here. I don't take for granted that you listen to me, that you trust me, that you will allow me to provide you advice. And don't forget to shoot me that DM on Instagram, either telling me that number so I can hold you accountable or just saying, hey, Christy, I did it so that I can check in with you and say, hey, how is everything going? So hope you have a great day wherever you are listening from and we will see you next week. Yeah.